and welcome to episode 83 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. All of these kind of integrated conversations that happen because of my flaw, because of something I'm actually embarrassed about, turn that around and you can actually use it as a strength, as an engagement factor for your audience and something that people actually turn out to love about you. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray, and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by Loria Petrucci. We're going to be talking about how to lean into your flaws and be uniquely you. Is there anything about yourself that you don't like? Then you might actually want to embrace that and push that forwards in front of the camera to your audience, because it might be those little bits, those quirks that people love. So we're going to be talking about that in today's show. And I want to let you know about an amazing course that's coming up. It's called Launch Your Live. It's all about launching a really successful Facebook Live show, but we also cover other channels too. And the doors open, the sales page opens on Sunday, the 22nd of November. It's a two-week course. So the first five days, you're going to learn how to actually broadcast to Facebook Live, how to plan your shows, get more confident, use the... use the tech and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be amazing. But the second week is all about practicing, actually getting your hands dirty, practicing in the community, and it's going to be awesome. So if you want to find out more, all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash L-Y-L. That's short for launch your live. That's iag.me forward slash L-Y-L. And it's a special introductory price of only $99 for those two weeks. I can't wait. So I will see you then. But first, looks like it's time for something completely nutty. is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. So my question to you is, do you try and hide one aspect of yourself when you go live? Do you you worry about how you look? Maybe your accent, your voice or something else. I think it's so natural to to want to try and cover up certain aspects about yourselves, especially things that we would consider our flaws. But what if those flaws 
were what made us unique and special. What if those bits attracted our perfect audience? Well, in today's show, I'm joined by the wonderful Luria Petrucci, and we're talking about how to lean into your flaws and be uniquely you. If you're listening to the podcast, this episode, the show notes for this episode will be at iag.me forward slash 83. And if you want to get notified for future shows, all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash subscribe. Now, before I bring in Laura, it's definitely time to bring in my first wonderful sponsor, who is, of course, Content 10X. Content 10X are fabulous. They are all about content repurposing. Do you want to find ways to create more content? Well, if you do, you won't after you meet the team at Content 10X. My friends at Content 10X are specialists in content repurposing. They are a specialist content repurposing agency. They will take that one live stream that you produce. And let's face it, you're going to put, it takes effort to go live. You're going to put a lot of effort into the planning and in the production side of things. But once you've done that, you've got a piece of content. Or it could be a blog post or a podcast or just a pre-recorded video. They will then explode it into a plethora of new platform-specific on-brand content. Now, if you don't want to hire them for that, that's absolutely cool. They will teach you how to do that through, they've got a podcast, they've got a book, they've got a blog, and a toolkit. They're really smart, responsive, creative, and effective, and they definitely take out that stress from content marketing. We don't want stress. This is what we are talking about before we started talking about, just go to the relaxing river and relax by there. Or you could find Content 10X, contact Content 10X. So all you need to do is go to Content 10X, dot com to find out more and i thank you so much amy and the team at content tenex for sponsoring this show it's really really awesome fabulous well it's time to bring in luria petrucci luria is a live video strategist helping you create professional live video that's uniquely you over 14 years luria has created over 5,000 videos with over 1 billion views in using video and live streaming shows. She's appeared on CNN, NBC, Fox, NBC, MSNBC, ABC, and the BBC. And she's worked on live video for top brands like AT&T, Samsung, GoDaddy, and Panasonic. Livestreaming Pros has built live video studios for top influencers like Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, Ryan Levasque, uh, Donald Miller, and Michael Hyatt. Luria, welcome to the show! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, it's a, it's a real pleasure. We'll maybe, maybe talk about this uh, in, in a little bit, how long it's taken me to actually get you onto the show and why. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. We're, we're talking about mindset today. Before we get into that, Louis, I just want to, we've got some fabulous people who have been uh, waiting very patiently. We've got, I don't, uh, you've got somebody from your team going whoop, whoop, which is great. So we've got- That's Callie. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> fabulous. Uh, we've got Sammy Superstar watching on YouTube. Sammy. Owen Salisbury watching on YouTube. And who else have we got? Uh, your tech coach saying hello all. Uh, so a lot of people from the live stream pros uh, team have come over, which is- <laughs> which is awesome. So do keep those comments coming. We're, as always, we're broadcasting to lots and lots of places. We're broadcasting to YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, LinkedIn Live, Mixcloud, a lot of places because, well, why not? Why not? I know that you multi-stream. I mean, let's just get the tech out of the way. I know you do a lot of multi-streaming. Sure. Do you, I mean, do you find multi-streaming fun? Is there a, a reason that you do that or just out of interest? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm... I don't go 
all the places. Um, I'm very strategic in terms of like the platforms that I choose uh, just to make sure that I'm showing up in a big way on those platforms. Um, and you can't, you know, typically stretch yourself too thin. Yeah, um, and so I, I think that that's a caution to be a, to have around, you know, simulcasting, you do it for multiple reasons, Ian, and, and you, that is a strategy for you. Right. So that it's, yeah, I love, I love simulcasting because you're meeting people where they want to be instead of forcing them onto a different platform that they don't want to watch. Like some people hate Facebook or hate you. People hate YouTube. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure some, but, but you know, people in a bad mood like don't like it. But yeah, we'll forget. We'll forget about them. They're like, all the YouTube is is cats. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone say that? I wonder. Yeah, it's no, you, I don't know. <laughs> you, yeah, you're so true. I mean, we um, so I had Lou Mangello on the show. He's he's fabulous, and he was he was talking about the the, the importance of community, and he was actually saying he he prefers to stream to one place because. One thing that he does is he he replies to every comment afterwards. And of course, if you're broadcasting to lots of different places, that makes it a bit more difficult to do it's that. Very hard. It's very hard to show up on those yeah. platforms and and be in uh, and be present with your viewers um, when you go too many places. But and and I always say when you're first starting out, like focus on a single platform get really engaged viewers there and then expand from, from there. And that's what Lou does is he, he focuses on that, that single platform. So to each their own and uh, you know, you got to choose a, your strategy and what works best for you. So there's, there are pros and cons yeah. to simulcasting and, and you just, you just need to be aware of it. Like I, I don't like going, for example, I would never do Facebook and Twitch at the same time <laughs> because it's, two completely different cultures and two completely different conversations. So that can be tricky. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's helpful information. I, I do do that because Twitch, to be honest for me, is not an important network. So I kind of do it. Right. Just because. And that's, kind of probably, an awareness thing. that's probably yeah. not a good, I, so not, not a good reason, but you know, why not? So yeah, you've, you've, heard, you've heard the word <laughs> strategy a lot here and, and that's really, really important. But uh, if you want to know more about strategy, then check out the Go Live with Restream show that was just a couple of days ago when Louis was my guest yeah. on that. That uh, was a really, really fabulous show. So you have been live streaming for a few years. <laughs> How long have you been live streaming for? <laughs> December 23rd this year will be my 15th wow. anniversary of doing video and streaming online. So I'm an oldie, <laughs> but hopefully a goodie. Well, yeah, well, de definitely. And I, I think the thing is that over the, that length of time, you have learned so much. You, you'll have made mistakes. Yeah. You know, things have gone wrong. But it, it's through that experience. Me? That, well. Never. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, the, the fact is you got started. And this is the problem, I think, for so many people. They're, they're worried. There's something getting in the way. They're worried about something. And it's stopping them. And so that's what we I want to talk about in the show. Some of those live video barriers. On, on the show, I have three main themes. We have confidence and mindset, tech and the gear, and content and marketing. And as we said before, you know, people talk a lot about, they ask questions about the tech, but that is usually not the reason people don't start. So I, I want to be totally honest, and I did share this on, on the socials earlier. The reason why it's taken me so long to bring you onto the show was a similar reason that I had to, when I took ages to bring Chris Ducker onto the show. And it's the, it's the whole area of perfectionism. I, I want to get your thoughts mm -hmm. on this, that sometimes we're 
worried about how, how everything looks and we're wanting everything to be perfect. Now, now I know live video is a great antidote to perfectionism because it's never going to be perfect. But right. that was one thing. And then the other thing is the whole comparison thing. You think, well, you know, I was probably uh, looking at you and looking at other people and think, oh, well, I could never be as good as them. You know, those kind of <laughs> things that go through your head. Now, these are, I know now that those are very common problems. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, I actually asked you to come onto my show uh, in 2017. It's 2020. <laughs> I mean, how ridiculous is that? Wow. But yeah, just interested in, your, no? <laughs> interested in your thoughts Wait. on that, uh, on, on the whole idea of perfectionism yeah. and, and comparison syndrome. We always say people want connection, not perfection. And speaking of perfection, I'm just going to make an adjustment to my, <laughs> to my camera here. <laughs> because, wait, hold on. Because I am trying, my light changed in here. Um, It's too dark. (laughs) So here's the deal. You can make adjustments. You can get things uh, to look better and to be better. And you can, you know, strive for professionalism. You can strive. I wouldn't ever strive for perfection because as you said, it doesn't exist. Um, But People at the end of the day just want to connect with another human being, right? We want to present our best selves. Uh, That's why I made that adjustment, trying to take away some of the blowout that's happening on my forehead. Uh, But at the end of the day, nobody cares, right? It does help uh, with our instant credibility to present our best self. But yeah, people want to just connect with another human being and it's it's interesting because we view we have a lot of flaws in our own mind. If we look in the mirror, we see physically all the flaws that that we have. I could go for hours about every flaw that I see about myself, and we also personality wise, um, experiential wise, like we have so many flaws. But the audience sees those flaws as and not just the audience, but our friends and our family and other people who meet you on the street, strangers. Everybody sees those flaws as more strengths. Um, and so we have to start thinking differently about who we are and see ourselves from the outside perspective and embrace the things that people love about us, which is one of my big missions in life and with the, the, the videos I create and, and the work that I do is to make sure that people stop holding themselves back from those doubts because of those doubts and let loose their inner magic, their hidden awesome, as I say, so that we can really live that uniquely you life because that is the most important thing for us to embrace. That is, that is so awesome. So Sorry, impl- I went on a rant there. No, no, this is, <laughs> no, please do, because this is something that's really close to my heart because I, I've seen like in myself, but also in, in my audience and my clients, uh, these things holding people back. And it's h- held me back years yeah. and years and years. You know, I look back and I kind of want to slap my old, want to slap the old ear right. in the face and say, what are you doing? You know, it's ridiculous. Um, having said that, I think you know, I've learned I- a lot from, from those experiences. So what are you going to yeah. say? For sure. So when we met up in uh, London, we, you know, we talked and stuff and and I, I 
I feel like since then, I've seen a more confident version of you. Like, I feel like when we were talking in London, you felt mm, let you felt like you were holding yourself back. Like when I watched you and, and I'm very in tune to these things. Right. But like when I when I heard you talking, I, I felt like there was this inner magic that was just waiting to come out and that you were that you were struggling to let loose. Does, does that yeah, ring yeah. true to you? Totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think you were like mm. expressing this desire to be something more and you couldn't breakthrough yeah and, and this this is the thing this is the thing that uh i i've certainly been through that experience i see a lot of people that they again they're, they're trying to get the tech sorted they're trying oh i need to get it everything will be great if i upgrade my camera then i'll go live <laughs> yes and they're not doing the hard work on themselves and i'll admit you know the last two years for me have been really hard that the thing that changed was that i was fed up with feeling fed up and i just wanted to i just wanted to mm. Um, just start with this live show. And, and I wanted to share my journey. It was going to start not perfect, but over time I was going to share, share my journey and encourage other people along that as well. And so this is called the Confident Live Marketing Show, not because I am ultra confident. It's because this is a journey that we're all on, I think. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's what I that's what I like talk about. And that's the approach that I take mm. in my podcast, my Uniquely You podcast. Um, because it's not like I have all the answers, you know, it's like I have been through the journey of transformation and letting the traps, breaking free from the traps that, that other people have set for me, um, and living more of a uniquely you life, but Hey, we all will always have somewhere else to go. We will all still be working through that transformation and that uh, journey, like you said, for the entire the entirety of our lives, if we so choose. And like you said, the last two years have been hard for you. And for me, that happened over the course of a couple of years. Uh, well, it's happened my entire life, right? But like, <laughs> I went through a lot of the same personal work uh, a few years ago, and it's it's not it's not the easiest thing in the world to face your, you know, to face your flaws and embrace them, but it is worth it for sure. It definitely is. You know, and I think when people see you on your, on your videos, you come, you come over very confident. You come, I mean, you're, I was going to say you come across very authentic, but I, you, you know, you, you, I've met you in person, you know, you, on yeah. your videos, you give you put more energy into like, uh, obviously than you would do if we were just meeting one-to-one. -one. And that's something that yeah. we've talked about, you know, on the show before. I call this Can you imagine if I just walked up to you dancing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah. the whole time we're talking, I'm dancing. <laughs> well, why not? But yeah, I, I call it, I call it, I'm sure there's loads of different ways of calling it, uh, but I call it heightened authenticity. So you need to give a bit more energy in front of the camera than you would do in real life. But, you know, I, I, so people see you, Luria, as like really full of confidence, but... Yeah, it's been, I'm sure it's been a journey for you. And I want to go back in time. I won't spend too long on this, but, you know, I know you shared with me on Tuesday that the first time you went live, you were, you were really scared. You were really nervous. Can you maybe share some of the, the points in your life, the, the pivotal moments mm -hmm. that got you to where you are today? Not that everything's perfect now. You know, as you said, you're on the journey. There are things, still yeah. things that you're, I'm sure you're working on. But can you maybe share some of those, those 
pivotal moments in your life that have got you to where you are today? Yeah, I'll share three with you. So um, that that uh, me on the set of a TV show for sure. So bef- I had started doing video in 2005 and I had no desire to actually be on camera. I had no idea what I was doing, no experience. No, I was just I was just following a passion and and discovered that this was like a viable thing for me and turning it into a business. But at the same time, because I was so shy growing up and literally never talked to anybody, I didn't have any communication skills. I was that shy that I had everything scripted. I had to prepare before anything I did. I remember the first podcast interview I did was with uh, Rob Walsh from Podcast 411. uh, And I demanded that I had like the the questions in advance. And I literally scripted out every answer that I, um, that I was, that he was giving me like, so that I would, I read, it was a podcast interview, so I didn't have to be on camera, but (laughs) I read my scripted answers on that podcast. And because I was so fearful of going off script of saying something that wasn't planned out. And so when I got the opportunity to uh, go on a TV show and do live to tape TV. I was, I was a nervous rack. I, I, I was like, I can't do this, but I'm going to anyway, because my alter ego basically said yes to something. And then I had to fulfill it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I did it and I stumbled and I was, I was able to get it and everybody else was praising me for how amazing of a job I did having no TV experience whatsoever. And I was like, what the heck are you talking about? I screwed up everything royally. And that experience taught me that people see you differently than you see you. They don't see every flaw. They see, people want to see the beauty in you. We as human beings do that. And I know that there's a lot of negativity in the world, but at the end of the day, people are amazing and they want you to succeed. So that was, that was number one. It taught me so much about myself. Like it started the process of letting loose and going off script. (laughs) And then I decided, okay, live is where it's at. I got to get good at this because that was not okay for me to feel as nervous as I was. So then I started doing live consistently from then on. The second pivotal moment, I would say, was when I started live streaming pros. So I had been doing content for myself, for my own community, had built up a $2 million, $2 million, a $2 million audience, a follower audience, I should say. And then I pivoted into teaching what I knew. And I did not do that transition very well. (laughs) Lots of mistakes made through that. I lost my 2 million audience and I had to start from scratch. And I was in this new business world that I hadn't been in before. And I felt the need to be professional. And I was like, okay, Uh, I, I presented you know, I've done a lot of work with Panasonic and Samsung and everything. And so I went into that mode of professionalism and I lost out on opportunities because I wasn't coming out as myself and I was too 
buttoned up yet I was trying to not be. And it was just an awkward phase <laughs> of relearning yeah. being me on camera. And I had to break free from that. And I did. And then I would say the third one would be when I did my number four episode on, on Uniquely You, the podcast. And um, I shared, I went deeper with sharing information about my experience and my journey than I ever have. And that was a really hard thing for me to do and share some stories that turned into lessons for me, but were very important for me to share with the audience so that they could take those lessons away. So, you know, there are definitely pivotal moment, pivotal moments in terms of releasing my inner me. And it's, it's all, it's all part of the process, right? It's all unnecessary for us to go through those things. It is. And so I wonder if you're, if you're watching or listening, do you resonate with any of those things that Laurie has gone through? I mean, obviously your situation will be different, but maybe there are pivotal moments in your life that have affected you. Maybe you feel it in a negative way, but maybe in the future it will be mm. a positive way. If you feel like you can, put it in the comments and uh, you know, do share that with me. Or if you want, just uh, send, send me uh, an email just through my website, Ian, uh, sorry, iag.me. Uh, so yeah, that must have been really hard. You know, you having going from 2 million followers, you know, mm. a, dif a different type of audience to changing. And then I'm sure some of the people in the audience were maybe even angry that you had changed and like, what, what is what's going on here? That must have been a really difficult time for you. And also, I think one thing that kind of I was thinking about when you were you were talking there is is this whole thing of working out who we are. You know, sometimes we can have this. I, um, it, it's I. What is our identity? And sometimes it can take a long time mm -hmm. to work out who we are. I also want to say, just yeah. uh, Doctor Ello is here and says uh, we are still here, Louia. I am part of that two million followers from the beginning. So it, it, <laughs> it didn't all go. Um, but that that's awesome. And now Doctor Elo is one of our moderators. So oh, there we that's, go. That that's is awesome. awesome. That's that's, that's <laughs> fabulous. So yeah, I mean, and I think I I think tapping into the if you don't mind the process of discovering who we are. You know, I, because I've been doing this for so long, I started when I was 23 or 24 um, and I've had to grow up in the public eye, not like a celebrity, but still in the public eye of my community. Um, and that has been so difficult because you don't want to change who you are on people. Um, but we, as it, it, I had to learn the hard way that we as human beings are constantly changing. And it's okay to go through those changes. Some people in uh, my Uniquely You community are absolutely going through transitions in their life, uh, sending their kids away to college and discovering who they are without any kids, uh, or just major changes that we all go through different periods of our lives. And we are so afraid to share those struggles and those transitions with our audience. I know I was when I finally let go of my alias name, Callie Lewis, and started embracing me and who I was as an adult, because it's 24, that's when I started. And I was definitely not an adult. I was a very naive 24-year-old. <laughs> and so I was now, you know, growing up and I had to be that person. I couldn't be my 24-year-old self anymore. 
the mistake that I made through the transition was not bringing my audience along for that journey, not welcoming them into my process of that growing up phase. And that's why I lost 2 million followers because I just did a hard stop. Um, and you know, a lot of people, I wouldn't say they were angry, but they were definitely confused and they didn't know where I went. And I have people even to this day, discover, rediscovering me and being like, I didn't know what happened to you. I thought you just stopped creating content. And so I could have kept so many more of that audience had I walked them through the transition, invited them into that process of me rediscovering who I was at that moment in my life. And that is a powerful thing to realize, right? It's like, wow, okay. People actually do care about you as a person and they want to be that part of that transition. So it doesn't matter if you're talking a big transition in your life or small transitions, we need to bring people into that and be part of our lives. That's 100% okay and vital to long-term growth. I, th I think that, you know, I don't, I don't know how hard you are uh, with yourself on that, but I think to, to, be, to be totally fair, I mean, you know, that is a massive ask. You know, it requires so much emotional strength and intelligence and you know going from some you know because you you obviously you you i mean you say you say you weren't a celebrity but you you were very much a celebrity and maybe not like global but you know certainly right. within the industry and you were well known and and then obviously you you changed your your name and and, and mm -hmm. changed where you were going and and having to do that publicly i mean most people when they change themselves and they pivot they've got much smaller audiences to do that with right. two million that's that's that is really hard and, and so yeah i think for, for for a lot of people it's then they're not going to be in the same boat as you they they it's hopefully going to be easier for them to be able to yeah. to do that would you say Oh, absolutely. And that's why I tell that story because yeah. it shows you what the potential negative of not being uniquely you in your content can have, right? So if you are not integrating your personality, your life, your all of you into your content and letting your audience understand who you are as a person, not just a content creator and not just a business owner, then, you know, you, you are risking over time with any transition that you make that loss. It doesn't matter if it's 2 million or a hundred, the more you invite people into who you are as a person, no matter if you're business to business, business to consumer, I don't care what your content is about you will discover that you have more loyal followers throughout time. And we do need to be thinking long-term here, not just in the moment, because your transitions will occur. Your content will change over time. You will decide to do something else in your business. And if you are only focused on the content and pushing that out, then guess what's going to happen when your content changes, your audience doesn't care anymore. But if they're there for you 
And if they are there to connect with who you are and your content is the bonus almost, right? (laughs) And it can be content first, but they're watching because they love you, then they will walk through that transition with you. And, And I think that, you know, we don't see that as content creators and business owners, we don't see that long term transition. We think that we're going to do what we do forever. And that's just not the case. I can point to anybody out there, anyone, huge, big names, uh, small content creators, everybody goes through transitions. And it's about how you go through that. And that's part of that process of bringing you into your content so that people want to follow you, whatever you do. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. There are many things I love about you, Luria, but one of the things is your just your honesty in talking about these things because I, I think you want to draw people along. You know, empathy is such a strong emotion. And yeah. at the end of the day, if you open yourself up, you, you don't open yourself up to dump on people. You know, if you're feeling depressed, you know, and then you're just kind of like sharing it just because you want to feel better. That's not good. But you're wanting to to take people along on a journey with you. You're wanting to share maybe the mistakes that you made and the struggles that you've had or that you're going through and bring people yeah. along with that, which is also I want to bring some comments just before you you carry on. Yeah. Uh, so Katie's saying, yes, we've got a, 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 a definite exclamation there. And Anthony is saying, yes, I absolutely. And irre- I can't even say this word. Irreverent. Irre- irrevocably that's the word isn't it nicely done (laughs) it resonates in me loud and clear that's maybe one of my flaws stumbling over words and uh, a transition more like a hard turn oh yeah and he carries on saying luria's transformation in process has captured my attention because she carries what i need which is awesome Uh, Mm. anthony also says preach this come on uh which is great and dr ella says uh says Change and evolution are inevitable. Moreover, learning from those experiences are what makes us uniquely you. Love that. Love that. Now, when I was talking to, I was talking to my um, my kids and my wife about uh, this interview today, and we're talking about um, embracing your flaws. uh, I think they kind of got the Mm. wrong idea on this, and this is what we got. (laughs) Leaning into your flaws. We're not talking about that type of flaw, guys. We're talking about your mistakes. It's the and, yeah. And, um, you know, could you maybe give us uh, some examples? I mean, so you don't have to share. Uh, I know you said there's a big list of, of things uh, that you, you feel are flaws about yourself. Yeah. So we don't have to talk about that necessarily. But I, I this is, so this is something well, that I'm I, happy to. Okay. It, it's, it's actually totally fine to share that stuff because okay. that's actually something I share often because I think that people need to hear it. Um, well, that would so be. If you want that, to, we can that, go that. Yeah, well, we could do that. You know, so just, I mean, this because this, this has been an issue for me. You know, I've I've <laughs> seen all these negative things about myself, and I, I I know I'm not alone here. There's probably been a little bit of self-loathing going on here, and mm-hmm. beating myself up, and all this kind of stuff, and and I, and that stops people from getting in front of the camera, particularly with live, because you can't hide that. You know, people. Are yeah. going to see all of that. You know, it could be your accent, it could be the way you look, it could be all those kind of things. So, yeah, just share with us some some thoughts that um, about that because I I know this is a big issue for people. 
Yeah. So uh, for me, when I look in the mirror, I see too big of a forehead. I hate the size of my nose and my nostrils, I think, are too big. Uh, Literally, when I laugh, like, okay, when I laughed earlier, I've laughed a couple of times and I've thrown my head back. What's going on in my head, the dialogue that's going on in my head is put your head down, put your head down, put your head down because my nostrils are too big. Um, you don't want people seeing up your nose, like <laughs> bring your head down. And then I have this other part of me is like, just, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> There's this battle going on in my head that's happening in the background. And we all know what that feels like because we live that with ourselves. Ian, I'm sure you have similar, oh, yeah. similar yeah, yeah. experiences, right? And you know, my, I think my smile is too gummy and I hate the sound of my laugh and from not a physical perspective. Well, before we move on from the physical, like, is, are those things, anything that you have ever thought about me? And it's okay to say yes. Yes or no? No, well, certainly not. I, you know, and actually you, you <laughs> saying all of that just like, to me, it sounds completely ridiculous. <laughs> I know, right? It's like you're, that's what everybody says. Yeah, like, what yeah. are you talking about? I've never seen any or thought any of those things about you. And that tells you yeah. that people do not see you like you see you. And we just need to get over ourselves. And, you know, from a personality perspective, I don't get pop culture reference. And that, that used to be such a, um, a massive uh, thing that I wanted to hide because it comes from my childhood because I wasn't, I was in a very sheltered environment and I, I don't, I wasn't allowed to watch anything or listen to anything that wasn't within the zone of the allowed, you know, <laughs> content for me. We didn't have a TV growing up. I didn't listen to, I mean, in 80s kids that I didn't listen to 80s music. I have no connection to that whatsoever. And so I, the pop culture thing, anybody, anytime anybody says anything, I used to want to just hide away. There's that gif of Homer Simpson going into the, like drawing back into the, into the, the uh, trees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's the way I, I always felt, you know, anytime somebody would say something that I didn't get because it comes from a source of uh, uncomfortableness from my childhood. But what I learned to do over the years was lean into that flaw and instead embrace it. And so what I do now is I make fun of myself for it. <laughs> you know, like somebody says something, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That just went way over my head. Or when I do get something, I make a big deal out of it. Our audience uses the hashtag pop culture ref or something like that. And they get excited with me when I get some, when I get something or I make a reference that they didn't anticipate that I knew, you know, it's like all of these kind of integrated conversations that happen because of my flaw, because of something I'm actually embarrassed about, turn that around and you can actually use it as a strength, as an engagement factor for your audience and something that people actually turn out to love about you. I love that. Really love that. And I kind of, 
I, I've probably got different re- reasons to you about the whole pop culture thing, but I don't really get a lot of pop culture either. Probably because I'm not really that interested in it. So. Yeah. So that's maybe like, a different thing. Who's married to who? What? I don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah. It's kind of like people ask me about, I, I mean, I, I like the royal family, but I'm not really that interested in like who married who and all that kind of stuff, you know. So that's that's awesome. So do you, so So I think humor, laughing at yourself, is a really important mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, don't not taking yourself too seriously, you know, having some yeah. fun. I know that you do this a lot. You do a lot of dancing in your in your pre-show videos, which is awesome. And do, do you, but so you, you say um, you're, you're leaning into your flaws. You're learning to kind of have fun with them. Do you think we can ever learn to love them? And do you think that's important? You, you're talking about humor and, and joking about that. But do you think we can learn to love those bits about ourselves? Do you think that's important? Yeah, absolutely. I have found that I've learned to love certain things about me because my audience loves those things about me. The fact that I'm a tree killer, <laughs> a plant killer, <laughs> um, you know, or, or with all of these different things. It's, it's definitely something that if you allow yourself, if you allow yourself to see you as your audience sees you, it can be powerful in changing how you actually perceive yourself and, and, and being comfortable with who you are. Of course, we don't want to rely on the outwardly to affect (laughs) the, the, the way we perceive ourselves, but it certainly can be a a jumpstart and a help in that uh, environment. You mentioned the dancing that actually came. So dancing is something that I have always had a passion for. My dad took me, he was an artist and he took me to dances, dance performances and watching him watch the stage gave me a love of dance. And because of that, I wanted to dance. And so I started in ballet late as a teenager. I never did it as a kid. And I, you know, I just loved it. I loved the the art form of dance. And then I stopped because we didn't have any money. And so I later on down in in life, like that is something that for years I just wanted to tap back into and I wanted to get back into and I didn't because of this or that, other people's uh perceptions of it, uh money, like all of these different things that stopped me from doing it. But I would spend time in the bath thinking, like listening to music and and I would see myself dancing. I would, you know, like in person, in in the private of my own home, I would dance away. But it was something that I was so passionate about, yet I was holding myself back from actually doing that I decided, okay, this is something that I need to put out into my content because it's like one big piece of me that I'm not sharing. And so I did some, when I was first discovering the, or first putting the uniquely you concept out there, I did some videos and, and I, I just danced at the end of those just to, just to put it out there, just like as a way to be like, I like dance. (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know, it was a very vulnerable thing for me to do, 
Um, but there, the reaction to the audience from the audience was like, that's so awesome. And then everybody like submitted dance videos in themselves. And it was such a cool thing that I then started integrating it into my live streaming pros content in that form of the countdown timer. And we have dance breaks and, you know, it just, it was a process. It wasn't something that I just like did. It, it was a little bit at a time and over time it's become something I'm known for, right? And I'm not saying I'm a good dancer. I just like to dance. Let's embrace the things that we like and that who yeah. we are at the core yeah. of our, our being. It's it's fab and it's it's just it's it's very unique. It's fun and you're enjoying yourself and it gives that party atmosphere. And if you haven't seen Lawyer Dance, all you need to do is probably YouTube is the best. Go to youtube.com for yeah. live streaming pros. And before Pretty much all your live streams. I mean, is it for all before all of your live streams? You you have a ten minute mm -hmm. countdown timer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. So uh, in terms of the countdown timer, I don't know if you want to talk about this. Yeah, this we can. Yeah, strategy, definitely. but <laughs> so like that is that's definitely like the personality coming out, right? It's it's the it's the uh, tapping into my uniquely you self. But it's also strategic in terms of having a countdown timer. You know, we have lots of data to show that the more you, the, the pre-show is important for getting the algorithm, especially like on Facebook to share, share it out with people um, because it, the algorithm on any platform doesn't, it takes a while. <laughs> it doesn't all go out at once. And the more engagement you get up front, uh, the more of those notifications will get sent out. And so that's a very strategic thing for us to do as well as tapping into my personality because uh, we're, we're getting people excited. We're getting people engaged. We're getting people to talk during that countdown timer. And so having something that's really engaging while you're building up the audience can be a very powerful little strategy. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I lo lo love that. I love that idea. And out of interest, so you, I think you schedule to YouTube, don't you? So you can, presumably you let people know or like through mailing lists or social that you're going to, and you give a link to that. But for Facebook particularly, you want to just get, get people, give them enough time to be able to get onto the show and, and start sharing and liking and getting involved. Is that, is that your thinking? Both of them, both, both, yeah. both platforms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do that too. So it, we don't schedule Facebook because yeah. of just how silly that is. I have a video coming out <laughs> this weekend about, about the scheduled posts on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, the thinking is to get them uh, involved, to get them engaged, to get them there so that they, one, don't miss the top of the show, uh, but also to just work that algorithm to yeah. get, you know, more notifications to get sent out. That's cool. Yeah. At the moment, Facebook is Facebook Live. I, I probably need to do a, a video on this Facebook Live at the moment. The schedule post is a complete mess. There's so many problems with it. It's yeah. doing my head in. There's the whole duplicate post thing that goes on, which yep. apparently Facebook thinks is the best thing ever. You know, we've got announcement posts. What are they yeah. playing at? But anyway, let's not talk about that. Oh, I, I, I talk about that specifically and their their reasoning behind it because I have contacts at Facebook yeah. and, and they've said why. And so I talk about that in the video that I'm releasing on, I think it's Saturday. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> well, I'll be putting that in the show notes. So when this is out, um, I think this is, it'll be <laughs> so IAG.me forward slash 83. 
I'll, I'll share that because I think that's uh, something that I, yeah, I get really frustrated with, but we're not talking about that. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, I think, I, so I, I wonder, you know, those who are watching or listening, is there something about you that you're kind of hiding away because you think it's maybe not relevant? Yes. And I, I want to kind of share a little thing about me because I think, you know, it's interesting to you yeah. about the dancing. I trained as a professional singer. I love singing, but I always kept that separate because that's, that's the old me. And, and how can you mix that with, what I'm doing now. That's what I had in my head, but hmm. I don't know what happened. Something actually it was a social media marketing world. They ended up going on stage with a group of other marketers, including Steve Dotto and people and involved with some kind of musical. And I was thinking I was on stage singing, mixing that with social media and tech and thought there might be something in this. So now what I do in the <laughs> podcast, I have a, uh, and I'm warning you about this, Luria, that we there will be a song uh, at the beginning of, uh, there's a song at the beginning of every podcast, a different song, different theme tune. <laughs> Um, so you might want to tell me what your your favorite type of music is. Uh, so that's what. <laughs> but, so I do that for the podcast, but I haven't really done much singing, yes. if at all, in the live show because I haven't really felt there's a way of doing that. But I'm not against the idea. Oh, there's totally a way of doing that for like. Okay. Oh dear! I, I shouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're we're gonna get this done here. <laughs> One, you know how I do my dance breaks, like. Uh, if if, there, if we're transitioning from a segment to another segment or something like that, or to wrap up the show and end the show, I do a dance break and like I tell everybody, put your dancing shoes on. We're going to dance this baby out. And then we just dance for a little bit and then end the show or move into the next segment. You can do totally something like that. Um, get the audience involved to ask them, like, what song do you want me to sing or take requests, quote unquote. <laughs> And you can like transition or you can end the show that way. Uh, or you could make a point through song, right? You could be like, if you're, if you're making a point, you could, and you, you say something that's really important. You could like, be like, you know what? <laughs> that's really important for you to hear. Let me emphasize that. And then you sing it <laughs> or whatever. You yeah. have an amazing voice. So leaning into it in a variety of different ways like that can be so powerful because then it's something that people expect they love they look forward to right take molly mahoney you know her uh, her signature is like being so close to the camera is one of her signatures she's <laughs> yeah. like right up in your face right with her sparkly makeup and all of that good stuff you know you you need to find those things about you that is your signature. We, we talk about in the business world being known for something in terms of the content that we create or the course that we put out there or whatever. But you got to also be known for your personality. You got to be known for something. Yeah. So that's that bleeds over into all the things. That's so true. I, and I'll, I'll be totally honest. That idea that Louis has just mentioned scares me <laughs> that's not a bad thing and just of the way you, it scares yeah, you yeah because it's you you know when you mentioned the whole idea of of dancing you know that was yeah that was a scary thing but yeah it's it's so so and true Ian's, but that's why you know it needs to be done exactly because it scares you so in true ian style i'm going to blame the tech and say i need to wait until we move house uh, which hopefully is not too long no and i can build All my right, studio audience. and have a keyboard next to right. <laughs> audience. 
start demanding. <laughs> well, uh, I can see that in the comments, uh, Technify says, make Loria sing. So there we go. <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> um, anyway, no. You do not want to hear me sing, and I am definitely not singing up against Ian. <laughs> so I, well, I thought we were talking about le- uh, leaning into our flaws, Loria. <laughs> Dr. Ela says, says, words of wisdom, your tech coach indeed. And um, what else? Um, yeah, we all have something. We all have something we don't like about ourselves. The good news is no one cares. And uh, yes. yeah, oh, I can see that Eileen Smith is here watching on YouTube. Great to see you, Eileen. Hope you're doing well. And um, yeah, John says, we want a performance, Ian. Start singing. Maybe, maybe in a bit. <laughs> Thank you for that, Laurie. I'm going to get you next time. Uh-huh. So, I, I think <laughs> At least this, you live all the way across the pond. <laughs> I think somebody, some people will be listening and watching and say, okay, well, it's okay for you, Laurie. You know, you did yeah. it, but I, I can't do this. You know, so how did you get through the process? Because the, the kind of entrepreneurial world, world that we live in, and I'm really impressed that I managed to say entrepreneurial because I always used to struggle with that word. And it's quite <laughs> It's a difficult one, but I think it's, it's a world where where it's quite lonely and trying to make those big changes in our lives, uh, with our mindset is hard. So my question to you is how did you get through that process? Did you have help? Did you have mentors and and coaches? Did you do part of it on your own? And, and then that following on to that was how can we do that? How can we embrace our flaws and make those changes in order to do what we know is true, what you're saying. I mean, I think most people watching and listening are totally with what you're saying, but how can we do that practically? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I had any mentors, you know, mm. walking me through that. I, I think I felt like I was kind of doing it and no one else, like no one else was new to do it. Like, does that make sense? Um, yeah. So I felt like I was more paving the way there, but um, in terms of how you can do it, let me give you a quick example. Um, it starts small. So Kat Mulvihill is a student of, uh, of ours and she, uh, does a, she through COVID, I, sorry, shouldn't have said that word, uh, demonetize, uh, <laughs> to her, like everybody, everybody's hairstyle, right. Uh, you know, you couldn't get your hair dyed and all of this stuff. She just decided, well, my gray hairs going to just be seen. And she posted a picture in our, in our private Facebook group. And she was like, look at my gray hairs. I'm just going to go live and I'm not going to dye it. And her audience actually was thankful, um, for her to be just her, no dye, um, embracing the gray hair. And, uh, that helped them feel more comfortable with who they were. And it's, it's such a small little thing, right? Yet it feels so big to us. For her to take that step was a massive big step that she was super proud of doing. But it is, if you look at it overall, it's a pretty small thing, but we build these things up in our brains as such big things. So I, I want you to kind of get out of your own head and be like, okay, well, what small thing can I do to just be uncomfortable? Uh, we we got to start being comfortable, being uncomfortable. That's a phrase that's used fairly often, but you need to step 
into that uncomfortable zone and it can start small. It doesn't have to be like the dancing thing, right? And and that started <laughs> small. And we we just need to start doing those things. And with each step, you're going to feel more confident doing another thing. So that's what I want you to do is write down. I want you to brainstorm pen and paper. Just give yourself 15, 30 minutes and brainstorm everything you hate about yourself, every flaw that you think you have. And then I want you to choose one thing from that list and make it your make integrate it into your next video or live stream or whatever you're doing. Podcast, I don't care. Uh, so I want you to just take that one step. Then you have a list to work from and you can say, okay, well, this is one thing. How can I use this as an example for my audience or how can I integrate a uh, singing break into my content? How can I do this? How can I step into that, that zone of being a little uncomfortable, a little vulnerable? Because here's the thing, the world is filled with this fake authenticity and it's all surface level. It's us being out there, being authentic, and we're so proud of ourselves for being who we are. And while our Instagram feeds are just like perfection mode. Yeah. And it's it's so fake and it drives me insane. And so if you can embrace the fact that you need to step beyond that fake authenticity and start being a little bit more vulnerable with your audience, you can start to take that one step at a time. It's it's truly not a magical thing. It's it's a little bit of work. It's a little bit of yeah. mindset shift. <laughs> and it it is hard. You know, it, it's it's you may write those the list of things that you hate about yourself or you don't like about yourself, and you think there's no way I can do that. But it's finding. A, I think maybe find a safe place. One of the things I found about this the community of of us, you know, I, certainly in the live video mm -hmm. space, the marketing space, most of the people. And they're just amazing people. They're just so friendly, so kind. Yeah. They're not out to get you. And I think that's what's helped me in, in my transformation. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing. Just finding, whether you want to call them mentors, I don't know, but people who just, who they, they love you, they want to support you, and they, they want to yeah. help you. So finding people like that, but finding a community. It could be like a Facebook group. If you want to reach out to Laurie, you want to reach out to me. Uh, I, I have a really lovely community of people. I know, uh, yeah. Laura, you've got the, is it the Uniquely You group? Or what, what, where's the best place yeah. for people to hang out for you? Yeah, if you, if you do want to get into a community of people who are there to support you in your journey and hold you accountable, that is a free Facebook group that I have that goes along with the podcast. And that's it. It's, it's just facebook.com slash groups slash why, why community. But if you search Uniquely You, that looks like this uh, on Facebook, you'll find that group. And yeah, come join us. And we are, wow, you're good. Oh, two M's. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my flaws. There we go. Uh, there you go. Um, um, and so, yeah, we, we are there to have these conversations. We are there to explore transitioning and transformations and being ourselves. And um, I think it's a powerful, powerful thing. A lot of the people watching right now are in there. And uh, they can tell you it's a safe environment to be who you are with no judgment. That's what we want. So just some fabulous uh, comments. I can see Anthony saying, 
Luria can do whatever she wants to do. And John says <laughs> uh, she does it and hence she inspires. You're capable of the same. Lean into the floors. Yes. Small Talking steps. Talking about cat, yeah. Yeah, te- Technify says small steps help climb mountains. And Dr. Ello says... It's an amazing community. And I mean, this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is the most important thing. Technology and gear, they're not unimportant, but they're not the most important. This is where the difficult work has to begin. This is where you need to start. And I, I know that you have given so much amazing information, so many amazing things today, Laurie. I, I really Really appreciate you spending your time with us today uh, because oh, this is something that's I really dear to my heart. So thank you for yeah. that. So how can so we've we've mentioned the community, uh, which is mm-hmm. facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash YY community with two M's. I should get I should get a better link. I think actually live stream, I don't know. I think live streaming pros.com the, the slash community actually the problem with there, all but these, I don't know. The problem with the short <laughs> links is you you there's so many you forget what they are. I'm, I'm, I know. I, like, I, I don't it's uh, out there. <laughs> so where, where, where else can uh, people find out more about you if they want to get involved and find out more about you? I would love to see you hang out on our live streams, live streaming or youtube.com slash live streaming pros, uh, live streaming pros on Facebook. Uh, we're live four days a week. I would love to hang out with you, meet you, get to know you. Um, and then we can go from there, but yeah, we, we're, I, I love live. I love those conversations. So <laughs> come hang out. That'd be, that'd be awesome. We'll definitely do that. Um, that would be fabulous. Do check out uh, Laureate Live Streaming Pros. All the links for this will be in the show notes at iag.me forward slash 83. But before we go, just to let you know, this show is broadcast every Tuesday and Thursday at different times. If you want to get notified uh, for future shows, all you need to do is go to confident.live forward slash subscribe. And of course, don't forget the podcast. The podcast comes out every Friday. I'm doing a bit of an experiment from next week. I'm actually going to be putting it out twice per week uh, to see how that goes. Sometimes you have to experiment. So um, that would be cool. I think, have I lost? No, there we go. It's all working. The technology is working, which is great. I was just muted. I, I tend to mute myself as a guest. Sorry, when <laughs> that's well, that's because you're a professional. Thank you. It's, I it's, know. <laughs> it's, uh, when you have guests, that um, there's there's noise in the background and all this kind of stuff. But this is one of the reasons why I use Zencaster. Uh, so I, I gave yeah. Louis a Zencaster link, so we record the podcast part separately. But uh, anyway, thanks, Louis. It's <laughs> fabulous. Well, um, oh, thank you will... so much. I've enjoyed this conversation, and I am looking forward to you sending me a message. Uh, with a link to the next time oh, you go true. live with, with a, a singing well, break. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, I'll do a bit of singing now and you can do a bit of dancing. So I'm going to... Uh, okay. So here we go. <laughs> uh, so, so, okay. It's the Confident Live Marketing Show. It's the Confident Live Marketing Show. We've got Louis Pacucci on the show. It's the Confident Live Marketing Show. There we go. I love it. <laughs> there you go. You you heard it oh, once. I, I'm amazing. gonna I'm gonna get you next time, Laurie. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Laurie. That is the end thank of you. the show today. Thank you so much. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Oh